Sam. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Hmm, how you doing this week? I'm fine, I'm fine. Work is still crazy. Hmm. Uh, my job's regular. It's just whatever nonsense is my job all the time. Uh. Papers, I pick them up, I put them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, like, what, what a dream. Thousands of kids. Kids in your very school are like, oh, can I push paperwork around one day? Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm, yes. Yes, you may. Uh, I haven't seen all of Andor yet that has been available because they released too many episodes at one time. I saw the first episode. It is very good. It's different. It's, it's different. <coughs> it's like an espionage thing. Sorry. Diego Luna is it. Mm. He's good, man. He's good. But it's very different from, like, your typical Star Wars. It's, like, it's more of a, like, a, like, an espionage kind of Game adult. of Thrones kind of thing. Yeah, it's more adult. <gasps> more adult. Mm. Mm-hmm. I look forward to it because, like, I like, um, um, we're just discussing dinner. I normally do this out. This is so fucking boring. I do the salad prep and everything. And, like, I haven't done it because I'm recording this. And I got out of work late, so traffic was extra bad. This day has been such a goddamn terror on, like, my entire being. I'm, like, so disorganized. I'm, like, anyway, whatever. What a thrill. What a thrill to be me. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, Andor. Yeah. So, uh, so adult. And, like... The revolution wouldn't be so um, mild. Yeah, it's not very like kid friendly, like how Lucas puts it. It's actually kind of dark. And the revolution. I thought Rogue dirty. One. Yeah, I thought Rogue One, uh, the movie was really quite dark for a Star Wars movie, especially considering spoilers for this movie from a million years ago. Considering yeah. they died at the end. Like whole they die at the, a, a few people die at the end. Yeah, like everyone. No one made it out of that movie. Like except Darth Vader and Princess Leia. Yeah, she wasn't really in it, was she? <laughs> uh, so pretty great to revisit that. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, and Game of Thrones is back. Yeah, I know you're not a fan. I know you're not a fan, but I am. But I, I was happy Game of Thrones is back. Um. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, I, I, I just, uh, my nethers have never been drier when I saw that. that was, I was like, yeah. No, but the thing that's weird about it now is, like, I think it's been a couple of years since the original Game of Thrones ended, and now they're doing House of the Dragon, and in the first episode, there were a couple of, like, violent scenes, and people are like, I can't believe HBO is doing this. It's like, hello, did you forget what world you were in? I can't believe. Like, it's Game of Thrones. I think, I'm sure he's doing a bang-up job. I do oh, not. Oh, Matt, Matt Smith kills it in that, movie, in that show. He kills he's it. Killing he's killing it. it. He's but killing as it. But someone who does not watch any of that programming, whenever I see Matt Smith in that getup, I'm just like, what is the 11th Doctor doing here? What is this? What, <laughs> what is this bad wig? This is a really bad wig. It's <laughs> but a I have like, no. time. 
I swear to God, it is a fixed point in time. Yeah. Sure, he's also, absolutely knocking it yeah. out of the park, but he looks ridiculous in every promo photo I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm also kind of disappointed in the Rings of Power, the new Lord of the Rings thing on Amazon Prime, because it's boring. Hell. Nothing, nothing has happened yet, is what I'm saying. Nothing has happened yet. I don't mean to put too fine a point on it, but... Do, do you recall Lord of the Rings? I, no, but Lord of... I mean, I know it's a movie, but Lord of the Rings had some action beats and a, a story that got you involved, because it had some action beats and some tense moments. This is just all talking. So so they're going the Two Towers route, eh? No, Two Towers had action. Mm, did it? There's so it much did. walking. There's so much walking, and I know it's told from the point of view of Hobbits, so there's a lot of food. Yeah, uh, I understand that, but like, too long, too talky, no action, and then well, they this one is it. This one is too much talking. Let's see. Uh, well, Elrond and Galadriel are young, but Galadriel is like a petulant child in this, and she's just she's not the she's not you know. What's her name? Uh, uh, Galadriel. Yeah, the actress. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she's not Kate Blanchett Galadriel. Hmm. Uh, I was able to distill, like I took in some effort for Fellowship of the Ring. I was able to distill everything worth seeing into about twenty minutes. I mean, yeah. But, but I never liked the books or anything like that. I don't like high fantasy to begin with, so I'm I mean, I can appreciate. I can me. appreciate it. I can appreciate the books and stuff, but it's like, all right, okay. The first episode, I get it. You have to exposition, explain the characters, introduce the characters. But if we're in the fourth episode already, let something happen. Unbelievable. I, well, on my list of uh, shows that I need to catch up on, there is. One, two, 11 shows listed on it that awesome. I haven't either I'm in the middle of or haven't started. Mm. Some of them are as old as Doom Patrol. You haven't started or in the middle of Doom Patrol? In the middle of it. Have not finished. Okay. Well, you better finish because... I, I mean, know. They're going to take it off. <laughs> they're going to take... HBO's like taking everything off. Ever oh, my God. That guy bought uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, this merger's uh, going bananas with uh, canceling everything on the CW. Everything got axed on the CW. Yeah, well, Flash had his time anyway. Flash was good. I mean, you could make the case, but I mean, it was unceremonious. Like, Legends of Tomorrow got canceled on a cliffhanger. Yeah, but Legends of Tomorrow was dying, man. Like, I, 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 I like Legends of Tomorrow as well. But there wasn't much. There wasn't much else they can do about it. Well, it doesn't matter. You got to give your show time to wrap it up. I'm sure. I'm sure Berlanti's going to turn around and make a movie or something. That would be great. I mean, he's got the boys. He's got to worry about right now, right? Is that, yeah. that uh, you know? Well, I think it's Kripke and Berlanti. Hmm. I think it's Eric Kripke too, the guy who did a. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Who did? Yeah. He did something else where there was like a lot of like topless men in it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Uh, Don't remember what it deal? was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who made the Flash? Berlanti. Uh, Greg Berlanti. So let's see what he's done. 
I just I, like the flash because it gave Tom Cavanaugh a career. I do love Tom Cavanaugh. Oh my gosh, I carry such a toy, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. He did The Flash, Superman and Lois. That's still on the air. That didn't get the axe, so that's pretty good. No, Superman and Lois is great. I like it. Yeah, he yeah. did Arrow too, I think, and Supergirl. He does. Not he sure. does all of the that stuff. Supergirl. He did Doom Patrol. Oh, it was Prodigal Son. That's a show I really liked. I was oh, was that the one with Michael Sheen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, like uh, like uh, the guy from The Walking Dead, like, and Michael Sheen, and like everybody else, like. Clothes, like, melted off immediately, and then they were, like, made really? by Lanty, and I was like, oh, that's scans. <laughs> I'm like, that guy is a clothing-optional kind of filmmaker, and I am here for it. Uh, sp- oh, my gosh. Nobody's shirt comes off it in this segue, but maybe it should. Maybe it should. Uh, <laughs> we watched Season 6, Episode 6 of Stargate SG-1, Abyss. Uh, interesting title. Ooh, yes. Uh, they do a little previously on. In case you forgot, like three episodes ago, they they stuck a Tokra in Jack, uh, a thing he definitely didn't like. I don't think he had a choice though, because he was dying. Yeah, like they browbeat him into it on like a deathbed confessional situation, you know. It's like you sure you don't want this? You're gonna die. You sure. You're dead. Are you sure. He was like a vague sure, like a. A half drug induced shore, and they're like, oh! yeah. <laughs> uh, in the cold open, it's a uh, guy running for the gate, gets shot in the back. It was Jack, but his symbiote got away, just slithered yeah. on out of there. Um, so that's interesting. That's an interesting thing that's not going to come back up later, right? What happened to him? Where'd he go? What's happening? He didn't just die out there on the field or anything, you know. Probably got eaten. Who knows? Like, did, yeah, did an eagle swoop down? You know, <laughs> that'd have been funny. There was that one episode where a ghoul was like hiding out in a rat for like a hundred years or something before they, you yeah. know. Is that what's going on? He's like a beaver on this other world. No, it was like I don't think it was a rat. I think it was it was like a spider creature or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 it was a spider. Uh, still and all, it was a creature and not like a real human, and, you know, he had to go slum it as an arachnid for a bit. That must have been awkward. He must have been like, this sucks. Uh, and then the, uh, after we get back from the cold open, Jack is in a sarcophagus. And Starcade Command. So we're back to jumping around like maniacs. Yes. Compared to last week. Um, the Toker are calling, and Hammond's getting a little annoyed. Where's his Jack? Where's his boy? Where's my boy? Mm-hmm. They argue about if Jack left or the symbiote forced him to do it because eventually the Toker guy was like, all right, he totally, he ran away. He just, <sighs> middle of the night, just, just, just left town uh, for some it's reason. Like we lost, we lost Jack. What do you mean you lost him? Where'd he go? Uh, so they, they don't know why any of that would have happened or like, they're like, Jack wouldn't have left. Maybe the Soviet made him do it because like deep down, even though you're good guys, are you really? And the Toker guy is not here for that particular judgment. Yeah. They get really sensitive. They're like, don't compare us to them. Yeah. 
I mean, they should get sensitive about it. They'd be like, hey, not all Tokra, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Hashtag not all Tokra. You know? But, like, honestly, like, from Sam's recollection of, like, how Jolinar felt, like, it wouldn't exactly be out of the realm of possibility that, like, those feelings... Now Jack feels those feelings, and Jack is like, let's act on our feelings, because we have feelings, and I know what it's like, unrequited love, let's go get her, or whatever. <laughs> let's go! You know, and they're like, Jack wouldn't do that. I'm like, yes he would, what are you talking about? That's all he does. He almost had his head blown off, because he refused to be like, one time in a moment just before death, I looked into Sam's eyes and had a stirring of emotion. The man went to another planet for, to farm and retire on a whim. Unbelievable. Do they even know this man? And he met a woman, and he's like, I can live here forever. Yeah, yeah like 20 minutes in, he's like, oh, that's my kind of woman. <laughs> right? So Jack is a prisoner to Lord Ball, and he's being tortured. And Lord he's Ball like, has, a weird, he has a weird containment system. Oh my god. You just have to hose me down. He wants to know what the Tok'ra that Jack was hosting knew. And Jack's like, I don't remember things. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, yeah, I don't know anything. I think Jack knows. I mean, I know Daniel, like, surprise, Daniel's here. Uh, he's gonna be like, Jack's like, I don't remember. I'm like, bro, you totally remember. Because Sam still remembers, and it's, like, eons later. It's been forever yeah. since her blending. And she's like, remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, I remember. I, I can write a book about it right now. So it's good that Jack, like, can take, uh, whatever, torture. That's nice. Oh, you mean uh, acid torture? Yeah. Yeah, like, and not give up the give up the goods. But also, like, that's more proof that, like, torture doesn't super work, because he's like, I'll say whatever he wants me to say. What do you want to know? Where's the token base? Well, you think I do know? Well, Dantooine. It's, <laughs> just give him, like, a start <laughs> location. Yeah, but he's also a trained soldier, too, remember? He's I know, but... Like, to withstand torture. Which is crazy. Just say, just say whatever lies they want to hear. Like, they obviously have... They want you to say... A certain thing. And if you're like, that's not the situation, this is the situation, they're like, you're lying. We want you to say it's this one thing. I'd be like, well, then it's this one thing. Obviously, you know, and I don't. You're super smart. But then, and I'm but then, but then you don't know if the information's genuine or not. You'll never know under torture. That's the point of torture. Maybe I want it to stop so badly, I'll just say whatever you want. Well, see, that's the thing. That's what, that's the argument against torture. It's like, it doesn't matter. They, people say it doesn't matter because at some point you just say whatever they want to hear because you want it to stop. That's how, like, when the police interrogate somebody for eight hours and they confess to a murder and they weren't even in the same country. It's because they're like, what's it going to take to get you to stop? I did it. You're right. I did it. And there you go. There you have it. You win. I haven't slept in, like, a day. Can I just say whatever? Yeah, yeah, and they just they falsely confess to stuff all the time, and then once they have a piss and a nap, they come back and they're like, "I didn't do any of that actually. I just needed no, to get out." No, but you confessed. Right. So I, I mean, the same rules apply. Um. 
So he goes back, uh, oh, Jack ran off with one of Ball's slave girls. Like, one of one of his higher-ups, apparently. Like, uh, yeah, what Daniel his, uh, was impersonating in his life. Yeah, it's, uh, what was it, one of his, like, main servants? Yeah, I don't remember the official name there. Uh, I forgot what that was called. And, uh, in Jack's prison cell, uh, they changed the gravity in a really interesting way. So that's, like, a fun thing. That Which I is really strange. Yeah, they, they altered their perception, I think, of the... Of the 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 enclosure. No, it's a, a it's a gravity situation. Like he's manipulating the gravity in just that room. That's why he falls to the back. Oh right, yeah. And then he lies down when it's time to leave because they're going to switch the gravity around. Eventually, he gets onto that. Uh, but Daniel's there. He's like, "Hi, Jack. It's me from a better plane of existence." See, when I first saw this, I thought he was hallucinating. I'm like, "Oh, he's hallucinating." Yeah, Jack thinks he's hallucinating, too. He's like, oh, good. I, nah, that's it. That's it. Gorgeous self. <laughs> this is what madness feels like. Yeah. Um, back at the SGC, they're like, hey, the Tok'ra, why don't you give us the reports about what that Tok'ra that was in Jack was doing? And then the Tok'ra was like, mm, we're not going to give you any reports. And Hammond's like, sure, it would be a shame if you never left this base again. Yeah, he did a um, he did a Bron- he did a Bronx Tale. He's like, now you can't leave. <laughs> he did a now you can't leave. He's like, are you threatening me? He's like, no, I'm just saying it would be an awful shame if you didn't leave the base again. Be an awful shame if if you know you miss dinner. Uh, and he gives up. He gives up. The goods. He's they're like, here's all the reports. And he's like, this is why we don't like working with you that much. And he's and Hammond's like, I don't really care if you don't like it that much. Like I know the Tokra mean well, but sometimes you just want to punch them in the face. You know, it's you know what it's like. It's like every cop show I've ever seen where like homicides like they just throw. They're like, ah, the feds are here, and the FBI and the cops don't get along. <laughs> this is what's going on. So like. The feds are the Tok'ra, and the SGC is the regular police, and they're like, they don't cooperate. They try to take over the whole investigation. And that's what's going just, on here. And they just do everything really, really, really slow. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we've got time. They're like, mm. it's like yeah, we play the long game, the really long game. <laughs> uh, more Jack torture. And he remembered the girl's name as, uh, or the Toker's name is Kanan. Yeah. Uh, so that's something. Uh, it's a little wild to me that Daniel is in that, in that cell with him and being like, you can ascend to a higher plane of existence right now if you wanted to. I mean. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it worked that way. I mean, I guess it worked that way for Daniel because he did want to ascend to a high... There's nothing, like, more erotic to Daniel's brain than, like, finding out about a higher plane. Yeah, like, be like, (laughs) a whole other plane of existence I don't know about? I can't... Oh, man. Uh, But, like, Jack, I don't even think... If Jack was, like, old and dying of cancer or, like, whatever... 
I don't think Jack would even be that interested in ascending even then. Yeah, because well, well, Jack, Jack is a skeptic in the whole show. That's his whole. Leave it. I just don't think he's interested. <laughs> no, he believes it. He knows it happens because it happened to Daniel. He just doesn't want to do the work because he's going to have to face things that he doesn't want to. I know he couldn't even face a deep uh, stirring of desire for Samantha. Exactly. Jack is annoyed that Daniel won't help. He's like, Daniel, are you... My cat is cuddling with me, and it's really, <laughs> really so happy. I'm just so happy. <laughs> Show it to me. Oh, that's... No- oh, they got big. She got, she, he got big. This is her. This is Pepper. Yeah. Oh, I love you yeah. so much, buddy. All right, we're back. Uh... He's like, Daniel, why don't you just go go kill that guy for me? And then that'd be pretty good. And Daniel's like, oh, I can't do that. Except you totally can. He and can, they want to... But... Yeah. No, he can. But I think they'll, like, put him back on this plane. Uh, I mean, apparently not. No spoilers are later down the line, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh... They argue more about ascending, and Jack doesn't want to do it. Jack's like, hey, have you considered leaving me alone? And just going, uh, going to kill that guy? Because you could always just go kill that guy, and then that would be good. And mm-hmm. then this this repeats, this like cycle repeats, where Jack remembers a couple of things, and then Ball lets him go, and the SGC combs over the notes... And then Dan, and then he argues with Daniel some more, and he's like, "Hey, oh, great new idea! It's the same old idea. Just go kill Paul." <laughs> um, they're like, "Why don't we go rescue him?" And Hammond's like, "I don't think we're gonna do that, though." I don't think that's 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 gonna be a thing. Yeah, it's like a little. We're a little outmatched. It's like four of us versus like eight. Fa- like this isn't three hundred or whatever. Like this isn't. They and they lost that one. Just so you know, they were grossly I mean, out- valiant. I mean, SG one, like SG one's good. They're not that good. Um, SG one had also figured out where that the Tokra and Jack, um, like what planet they would have been on, and mm-hmm. what person they're like it must it must be because jack doesn't leave uh his people behind it must be that it couldn't be romantic because they were so insistent the tokra and the sgc very insistent that this tokra would not have fallen in love with uh ball's top slave like no way it must definitely military nonsense that they shoved down your throat it's that. We I, don't I, wish, I, I wish Sam would have wrote, raised a hand and go, um, Martouf? Hello. Anyone, anyone remember Martouf? Honestly, and it comes back up at the end. At the end, Jack's like, he was in love with that slave girl. <laughs> so we went to go rescue her. Because he's a hopeless romantic deep down. They don't know him at all. Uh, Daniel reminds Jack that if he does too much more sarcophaguses, that it will irreparably damage him. 
He doesn't say it, but he definitely means, like, every time I've enslaved you guys. <laughs> you remember that time I enslaved you guys for, like, a month? And then Jack would have to be like, which time? Oh, which time did you go megalomaniacal, Daniel? Daniel. Uh, Teal'c was in Kelnarim when he had an epiphany. Um, and he's like, we need, like, a whole gold army to come in there and destroy it. And he's like, we're just going to go narc off ball to, to Lord Yu, who will be super annoyed that he's working on secret gravity technology and not sharing it with the class. I think Lord Yu is the most reasonable of all the ghouls. He's the easiest to manipulate, for sure. Yeah. Wild. Like, just being like, did you... No. Like, he did go after um, Nirti when she was doing, like, all her child experiments and, like, whatever she was getting up to. Yeah. Um, but maybe she told everybody about it, and she's like, hey, I do weird kid experiments, and that's my deal. I do weird stuff. That's my kink. And they're like, okay, fine. But because Ball didn't tell anyone he was working on, uh, gravity technology, like, Lord Yu could be easily, he's like, you know what you should do? He didn't tell the rest of the class about his gravity stuff, so you should just go kick his ass. Go kick his ass! I think... I think Lord Yu is like, you ever seen uh, Unforgiven? I think he's like Clint Eastwood who just wants to be left alone. And people, just, <laughs> and people just bother him. And he's like, all right, fine. Jesus Christ. I'm sure Tilk like, went through some channels and was like, uh, the, he has a 1-900 number. 900, of course. He's no. going to charge for it. Why yeah. wouldn't he? Definitely a ghoul. For uh, anonymous tips. Well, yeah. Because remember that episode where he, like, well, well Teal got sucked in by that um, cult, by that Imitab cult. Oh, my God. And they went to go capture Lord Yu, and Lord Yu was like, I'm going to spare your life, because this guy's annoying. I just want to tell you something. Tell him to leave me alone. That worked out pretty good for, for him, because I guess um, Teal returned the favor and was like, hot tip. Um, That's something to tell you. And then, like, because Daniel can see, like, all things that are happening all at once, because he is, um, a Time Lord. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, you were, you said somebody would think of something, and you were right. They thought of something. Ooh, and it's gonna work. Unbelievable. Until next time, folks. And then he just... See you later. He leaves. Jack is freed. That's the whole episode. Now, if I'm Jack... Every time I meet a Toker, I'm punching him in the face. I know, like, oh, no forgiveness. I'm sure it is. I mean, he had hardly any forgiveness as it was, so. Yeah, now it's just, like, tenfold. Although, I don't know. Like, if if he, like, really blended with uh, Karin and was, like. Kanan. Kanan. And, and he he was, like, oh, my gosh, balls. I love this love of my life. Will you. You know, I'm sure he offered him, he could have been like, oh, we can't do it, it's not logical or whatever. But, like, he might have also felt the same way and been like, maybe in private conversation, he's like, Sam, oh my god, it's just so incredible. Well, I mean, she is a blonde, too. She was blonde, too, so that's why he probably had to think, he has to think oh, for blonde, so. Cut. Yeah. You look just like someone I know. Maybe that was part of the pitch. Looks like Sam a bit, so. Yeah. So I don't I know. Think maybe would have been like now. Maybe, maybe <laughs> deep down, he's like you know he has that hero complex. I think so. 
what are we rating this episode? Mm, I'll let you rate it since you like Cliff Simon so much. The late Cliff Simon. It is five stars for Cliff's performance <laughs> alone. Just his mere presence is five stars. He's like, your subconscious is going to give you away. <laughs> he could just do nothing. He could just be hanging out in the background, and I'd be like, five stars. <laughs> I, mean, I love you so much, five stars. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about Taylor from Atlantis. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mike. When Michael Taylor, he was a uh, pretty starstruck. Yeah, that's cool. Because oh, Michael's in the house now. He picked up the cat. It was very cute. <laughs> um, and she was just so beautiful in, like, real life. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, people are beautiful on TV and stuff, but, like, sometimes that's a trick of the light. And when you meet them in person, you're like, mm, less less beautiful than I thought. But not her. Really? She was, oh, God damn. I was like, whoa. <laughs> this is incredible. You are. You know who you was drank good? A lo- you drank that- water. Um, I'll tell you who's good looking like that. Uh, Tony Danza and uh, Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering. Uh, really? I would have never. Those two gents, unbelievable. I, I, I'd have never thought Tony, but I would never thought Tony Danza was that good looking. I was blown away. I was just at like Rhode Island Comic Con or whatever, and I was walking up and down the aisles, and he was in one of them, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Danza still like way wildly hot. Like this is insane. I feel insane. <laughs> but there he was. Tony Danza and uh, uh, Maria de Sirtis from Next Gen. Oh no, she's she's whoa she's stunning. She's I almost stunning. cried. She was so beautiful. I was like, well, I can't take this. <laughs> more than I can bear. She was more than I could bear. Uh. Next week, Jonas's people come a calling. I don't think Jonas likes that too much. And Dean Stockwell is one of them. Oh, good old Hello. Dean Stockwell. All right, got anything you want to add? Plug? Do? Uh, no. Pretty good. Pretty hungry, by the way. Uh, yeah, me too. I have to make dinner, and I'm like way behind on it. Uh. Listen to my other podcast, Last Scott Standing. You all know where to find that. Uh, listen to this podcast at pmstargate.podbean.com. That's where we're hosted. Uh, you can leave us a five-star review in-app. Uh, I'd really love to see a five-star review come through. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ZPMStargate. And I suppose that's the end of it. See you next week, everybody. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye.